you know you know what it reminds me of and honestly it probably for hunter biden it could have been an honest mistake like after, i imagine the whole cocaine the porno thing he was he just got fresh out of school mm-hmm. he was walking down to the docks he was headed for a boat mm-hmm. and he i think he just got on the wrong boat and ended up in where was he mexico Mexico. Doing all the blow. I think we got ourselves a real cabin boy situation. I think it is with the very, Biden family. You know, they they confused Hunter him for Biden, somebody else. Hunter Biden is such a disappointment to his father. You know, yeah, yeah. But also, like the Trump parallels are there too, because in Cabin Boy, Chris Elliott's father owns a Hawaiian hotel, and Trump owns oh, hotels. Okay, mm-hmm. so this you is I mean? um. What's Trump's youngest? Baron. This is Baron grown up. Chris Elliott's character is Baron. Baron? And his name uh, Chris Elliott used to be on David Letterman all the time. Trump used mm. to be on David Letterman all the time. Ooh, I got questions David, about Letterman. David Letterman is. So let's do the intro. Yeah, let's get into it. So we're doing this week. We're doing Cabin Boy 1994 directed by Adam Resnick. Written by Adam Resnick. And. Adam Resnick and Chris Elliott go way back to Dave Letterman show. They worked on the show Get a Life, and then they got this movie Cabin Boy um, because Tim Burton wanted a project f- for Chris Elliott. He, he he basically went up to Chris Elliott was like, I want to make a movie with you. I want to do something with comedy. I'm tired of uh, Batman Returns was like too heavy. I want to do something funny, kind of like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So they wrote this movie expecting tim burton to direct it and then tim burton was like hey i got the green light for ed wood i'm gonna do that that's like a, a really big passion project and that's like this a black and white movie so different. oh yeah so that like he had to do ed wood so but he said like i think you should direct it adam i think you should do it this should be your first movie and adam resnick was like i don't want to direct a movie i'm a writer but then all his, he said people around him were like, no, you got to do it. Come on. Do it. Like you're, yeah, you're being, you're being given the keys, you know, yeah. to the sweetest ride in America, the Hollywood machine. So, Just like a, um, anyway, they worked on it. Cabin Boy. It was a huge <laughs> box office failure and it well, became yeah. a punching, like a punchline about like a bad movie. But, when I saw it on cable, I liked it. Like I always liked this movie, maybe because I saw it as a kid and I used to kind of watch it out of order. Um, I probably saw the middle to the ending first and then saw it from the beginning eventually on TV. But I mean, what's the premise is just Chris Elliott's odyssey is basically what it is. Yeah. The, like, well, the, the, the story, the odyssey. With Homer, no, no, like no. he he runs into a siren. He run, he's just on his journey home, and he. It's a weird mix up of like a fishing movie. Like uh, there's this old movie called Captain's Courageous that I watched that they're a big fan of. It's about a little kid who's, um, snotty and he's a jerk and he's spoiled and he's rich and he dresses exactly like Chris Elliott. It's from the 30s, and then he falls off a boat and then he's picked up on a by a fishing boat full of like salty like sailors and then they basically that's like that one that's like half the plot of cabin boy but the other half is just like tim burton ray harryhausen special effects 60s yeah like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer 
Was that clay and, uh, or stop motion? Stop motion. Just like stop motion, there's puppets, there's all sorts of shit. But we also got to talk about a couple other things. One is Adam is in Hawaii. He's not here today. Yep. He's being cabin boy. Yeah, he sounds spe- like he's having he's his doing whole his... cabin boy. Maybe his pipes will get cleaned. <laughs> Finally. He's his pipes are backed up, that's for sure. He needs his Adam needs a little vacay. He needs to get his groove back. He does he needs his pipes to be clean. You know, if you're yeah. a Hawaiian out there. He's out there with his wife and his son. Sharky. And he... <laughs> yes. Chalky. But Chalky. then also we got Chalky, Chalky, got that's right. Chalky. I I I heard Sharky the whole movie though, and then I saw the actual name. Sorry, go on with him. We gotta introduce special guest Mike Weeby. Mike Weeby, Just so you know what's going on. All right, so yeah. There's uh lots yeah, of cool characters so the, the in this listener, movie. The listeners aren't just like, holy shit, did Adam just like raise his IQ over an episode? <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, what the fuck? I was there'd be like, did Adam's voice just get incredibly nasal? Holy shit, is Adam stuffed up? Yeah. <laughs> did, did Adam start smoking cigarettes? <laughs> kind of like a did you used to smoke, Mike? You kind of have like a smoker's yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah, I, I did. And I, I keep going back and forth with vaping nicotine. I quit for a while. Well, you're a I musician, too. I bet you put your throat on blast your whole life. I drink Baja Blast, which is a yeah. big... Yeah, I mean, that shit is... that You know, I mean, that rips up your throat. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is not uh, a Baja I, Blast. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to remember... Either. I saw this in the theater, I think, when it came out. Nice. And I feel like it – didn't it compete – was it a summer movie? Like, I feel like it no. competed with some, like – It was a January like was, movie. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. I'm kind of trying and to remember. It, that's, um, like, when they a bad movie is supposed to come out in January because I, I remember Oscars it had are, bad press around it, but I was like, I'm going to like it anyway. And I did. I, I did like it anyway. Um, uh that being said like it was one of those things i i kind of thought it was going to be great and i remember like there's some lags in there there's some like jokes that don't it definitely feels like man how good of this this would have been if it was r-rated oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it gave me very big peewee vibes so you tell me that tim burton story makes a lot of sense it seemed like a watered down peewee type situation so the other thing is like the directing is all off because they slashed a budget when Tim Burton left. So like one thing that would make this movie make more sense. I was thinking about this is like, you know, in Beetlejuice, it starts off in the real world. They're alive. You see the town, they die. Then it gets like into the weird sets and you get introduced to that. So like in this movie, when they get lost and they go to hell's bucket, it just, it's already weird before that. Like the movie just starts weird from the very beginning. And they said, one of the things that audiences hated was in the beginning of this movie, he's in fancy lad school or whatever the hell he is. (laughs) Yeah. And he gets out and there's just like a, a brand new, like early nineties limo. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to add, what is the time period? (laughs) I don't think they, no one knows they care. I think that's the is that that's part of the joke, right? That's like yeah. another a layered joke through the whole thing is where it's like you think it's in fucking old England or whatever. Cuz he's doing an accent too. What is he doing? Yeah. He's doing a weird I mean, he's I love kind of 
He's the, doing uh, a British accent, kind of. Yeah, but not trying, really. Yeah. It, it's something weird. He's doing a British accent, right? It's Chris Elliott, man. That dude's a genius. I'll give it, that and much. it is like Chris Elliott. The humor of Chris Elliott doesn't. It is a weird combo because I don't put Chris Elliott's humor with Tim Burton per se. It is a weak, yeah. a little bit of a weird combo because you know Chris Elliott is this very like sarcastic. It's dumb on purpose, and like like his like I loved him on Letterman. I was such a big I was really really mm -hmm. into David Letterman as a kid, and um I would stay like up sexually. Or the yeah, show. I mean sexually the Just show. I, the I would late, I would the late I would I would you know Jo to to DL, and um I would have the DLLS. David Letterman Late Show on while right, I was right, right. JOing. You ever and, um, let me ask you something. You ever JO to PS? PS. Yeah. Patrick PS nice glasses, bald head. Oh yeah, yeah. I get shaved. Playing I the keyboard. I've no chafed <laughs> I've, I've chafed myself with some chafing. Uh, yeah, uh, I never so watched Letterman because like I was so young then I I I was never up and I just didn't understand yeah. talk shows. I'm 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 pretty old and uh that was like that late show I it kind of like ruined like I like failed classes kind of because David Letterman yeah, this yeah, was yeah. back when it was like at the late night after Johnny Carson slot yeah, so or whatever or after Leno's slot or whatever and um um, it was like Conan and came on and that's Conan. when they did all the Chris Elliott stuff. And it was just these weird bits where he would just kind of come out and like, sometimes they like, they weren't even, they weren't like joke driven, funny. They were just like weird as shit and, and enjoyable and odd. Um, he had a very weird. Conan style show for sure. Would, yeah. 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 And he would do sketches and like well, I would just, stay up late and watch Conan every night in high school. Yeah, it was very Conan, very is very. It, is this the only movie Letterman has acted in, like as a I character? I think so. I'm pretty. I'm sure, sure he's been in movies as himself, but I don't even know if that's true. Like I don't. You, you I, know where they like cut to somebody doing I mean, an interview? Jay Leno was the king the of that, where they'd be like, "You heard about this, President Davidson? This President yeah. Davidson?" But like, I honestly don't like as a as I think a pretty. He's in big, private parts, maybe. Yeah, maybe he, he does it for his friends. But um, yeah, Lena or so Letterman I, is great. His character is really fucking funny in this movie. He's a he was a stand up in the comedy store. Yeah, he was like he, I know he's a he, stand up, I, but he, I wonder if he ever I, did I any sitcoms or shit yeah, in the yeah, late seventies. I I wouldn't peg him Fridays. as being like a great actor, but he was he killed it in this. Yeah, well, he said he was very super funny. He was very comfortable around the director and Chris Elliott because he worked with them so much and he was their boss for so long. But the other thing is so Chris Elliott, he loved Letterman or like he I think he just was excited about Letterman having a show. Like he got on the show really early. Like he was a PA yeah. like from the beginning. Adam Resnick got on it really early. But then in the ni early 90s, they made a show called Get a Life. And that's how I yeah first saw chris elliott and that was on fox and back when fox was just like a brand new channel and they would make weird shit like married with children herman's of course, and the simpsons children. 
Herman's head. The actor in Herman's head is in the new Elf. M Night Shyamalan movie. Knock at it. Knock at the. Is cabin. he really? He plays one of the gay guys' father who rejects them, and he's like old. He's like an old man now with. Wait, gray you've hair. seen that? You've seen the movie? Yeah, I would argue David Bautista's David Bautista's breakout role is probably in this movie, and I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, he's one to watch. How how is seeing it? All this this guy can we, David. Can we derail this story for me to ask you quickly how that how that movie is? People like it, but I didn't like it. It's I didn't it, think well, it you was... don't like M Night, do you? I'm hit or miss. I'm a hundred percent on M Night's side. Every movie he I makes thought is like fucking great. I thought old was better. Split Avatar. Was better. Avatar sucks. Ryan Avatar sucks after Earth is fucking horrible that movie is just what's straight after up Earth? the Will Smith movie with his son where they like crash land on a planet and they have to oh, hunt that's, but that's that's the Smiths ruining that one That there's no twist in that one right that's M. Night I didn't know that uh, Stuart Little it. is a fucking banger M. Night wrote Stuart he, Little I don't think he did Stuart Little M. Night Shyamalan a... wrote Stuart Little. Yeah, up, he did okay. pass on that. Look up, he did. Look, he did. He did it. So look up the year before he Six Sense. He had he had Stuart Little. He had Six Sense all in one year. He had three or four wow. movies that were award winning movies, and then that's what or Stuart whatever, Little did not win any awards. Okay, oh, only one of them won awards. It was award. the Six Sense, and he never wrote. Another stupid mouse movie ever. Then again. explain why everybody's at... driving little red Corvettes Look, all the time. Let me now. just send this knock at the cabin thing. Let me just say what I felt. Okay, yeah. I felt there was no suspense and there was no tension because the people who break into the cabin, they refuse to hurt anyone in the cabin. Okay. And then wow. it's just like, okay, so this is just some. They're just big buff P- people. This is like a R-rated movie that is basically a PG movie. Like this is fucking lame. Yeah. But Dave Batista is really good and it's shot really well, so it's interesting. But I, I, I mean, it just go. I thought it was gonna be like a thriller, and I really wanted it to be a thriller, and it wasn't. And I wasn't really digging what it was, which is a story told with no irony and just kind of okay. Just, I kind of felt like I just wasn't. I just thought it was like a missed opportunity, really. Yeah. Unlike Cabin Boy, which all the critics are wrong because this movie got horrible reviews. It was considered the worst movie ever made. No. David Letterman. The worst movie ever made? It became a punchline. So, Dave Letterman, when he did the Oscars after this movie, which was like two months later, like right after. Yeah. Because he it, Oscars are in March. The movie came out in fresh. January. So the movie was like freshly horrible. And this is how I found out he was even in the movie because it still wasn't on cable yet. Dave Letterman had Adam Resnick direct a bit that he hated doing and he said it was humiliating where it was a bunch of actors trying out for the Dave Letterman want to buy a monkey role. And it's, so it's like if you watched a clip on YouTube, Tom Cr- is Tom Cruise in it? Tom Hanks is in it. Um, Steve Martin's in it. Just like a ton of famous actors. Alec Baldwin's in it. Maybe Martin Short. Role. And they're just going like, want to buy a monkey? Want to buy a monkey? Want to yeah. buy a monkey? And it's like a joke about Cabin Boy, which no one saw. It's at the Oscars. 
um, it should be said also that Dave Letterman bombed that year and was never asked to host ever yeah. again. How but which and I will go back and say I loved his Oscar hosting. It was baller. It was, it was great. It was so funny and just so. Did Will Smith even slap him though? No, Will Smith didn't slap him. They they made out on stage for like thirty minutes. Oh, we tongue just slapped pre- him. Tongues like tongues. <laughs> no, but it was just so. It was that. it was it was the funniest because um, of any Oscar ceremony, he just acted like. He treated it like his show, and he just kind of acted like yes. he didn't care, and was just kind of oh, took that's, the piss. That's tight. He yeah. just kind of took the piss out of it, and just like made it super dumb. Like one of the famous bits was like he just up front where he just was like, "I want to introduce celebrities to each other: Oprah, Uma, Uma, Oprah, Oprah, <laughs> Uma." And he does it a long oh, time. And just does that for a while, and um, nobody's laughing. And there's like, they yeah, start, no, it, I mean, and like, there's like polite there laughter, like, and then it just kind of dies. And then he yeah. just really like relishes. And then, and then the, he does that Letterman thing. You know, that Letterman would do that thing where he'd like say a bit up front, and then for the rest, like, so, you know, he'd like make a like an hour later, he'd make some <laughs> random joke introducing yes. somebody, and it wouldn't go well. And then he'd just kind of stare into the camera for a second and go, Oprah, Uma. Oh my Uma. God. And he's just trying was, to call back. I, I, I loved it. So, I loved it. He's a big reason why the movie became like a famous punchline because he would make a punchline about it on his yeah. show for years. Yeah, I remember and... one time uh one time Bob Newhart I think was on and was just talking about how he had a cameo in like I don't know, it was like Elf or something and, and he would just go and David Letterman would just like stop and go, "Ah, you know what? I was in a movie. I was in a movie too. I was in Cabin Boy." And uh the it would get a laugh and then Bob Newhart would just go, well, I'm, I'm sure you'll be in the sequel. And then I would get a laugh too. Yeah. That's like cute. this is, so I thought David killed it in this though. I mean, I'm a Letterman fan. Well, yeah. Letterman is considered by many, like Letterman by Jackets, test audiences, David Letterman, the test audiences loved That's David it. Letterman and they were mad. He didn't come back. <laughs> like they got like really bad, um, preview scores like i listened to the audio commentary of this movie so adam resnick and chris elliott were like okay we haven't watched this in 25 years and they're like they said they hadn't watched it since a color timing session so not even like premiere movie theater cable they're still editing it and then like they're just so horrified and embarrassed because these guys thought like i've listened to adam resnick in an interview like he shit on that movie 1941 by Steven Spielberg. And he was like, Oh, that movie's terrible. It's like, you made the equivalent of 1941. You made cabin boy. Like there is good yeah. stuff in both movies, but like he really, he's a guy who like is, would be like, Oh, Austin powers too. That movie sucks. Like he'll be like, that's hack. Oh, really? That's lame. Yeah. Anything mainstream is bad. Anything like successful oh, is bad. Guy. He's a total hipster guy. And then to be the fucking, joke the national joke movie of like the worst it's like the ultimate that's punishment cool. that's like the cult classic you're a cult classic guy now uh, i agree i think he should embrace it because a lot of people you know mike it's and my age funny. we grew up with it we, we like it. it's really funny really it's mean really, and weird yeah like i mean let, I, I don't know i want to get into some bits like the giant it's like adult swim humor yeah, way before yeah, it's early. It, it very, it's very like Adult Swim. It like predates kind of have predates you, Mr. Show. Have you seen yeah. Chris Elliott's comedy special? 
It's free which, on YouTube, and I can't he, think of what it's called. But William, will you look it up if you haven't seen it? Where well, he does he it? Did, the Teddy did, Roosevelt one? Yeah, yeah. The the FDR. It was the FDR. One FDR. Man show. FDR. Yeah. One man show. Yeah. If you haven't seen this, listeners, if you haven't seen this, I think it's free on YouTube. Whenever we figure out, William finds out what it's called. That shit is. He also the, did. One of my I remember fucking favorite. FDR one man show, nineteen eighty seven. Have you seen it, William? No. It's really Watch that funny. tonight, dude. It's really fucking funny. And there's another it's so thing he absurd. did that's, that's I like I like the FDR thing is funnier, but he did a weird thing too that was like a it was called Action Family. And it was oh, a, yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of like they made a show recently called like I fucking hate you or something like that that was kind of the same premise where it's Chris Elliott and whenever he walks into his house, it's like just classic sitcom with like you know three cameras and like the laughs and the bad punch lines that get big audience and then whenever he steps out of his house he's a cop and like on the sitcom he's like well i just got back from that long day at the office and it gets a lap but then when he goes outside it's just like gritty cop show and and it would kind of yeah and it would just like bounce back and forth um he also like uh, eagle heart is kind of like that he loves yeah yeah yeah. eagle heart was he says he loves making fun of very masculine men yeah. because he's so um I don't know, non like sense I don't want to say sensitive, but goofy. He's like goofy yeah. and like he's funny, um, he's absurd. You know, this FDR thing, he's wearing like makeup, he's got a set, there's like a like but like he likes to he kind of likes that Pee Wee Herman thing of like the fake set and the fake yeah mm-hmm. environment. Like I was watching Get a Life and there's like all sorts of like funny sets in that movie but then it'll be like shot on the streets of la and then it'll cut to like a, a really fake looking set of a park yeah. with literally like a well, ba- I mean, like with a backdrop where'd they film the boat scenes so that's, here's that's the... exactly what they did at cabin boy it was so like here's one of the things real village and then all of a sudden it's like oh this is a boat on a fucking yes lot on the the truman show lot yeah so, so Adam Resnick said like he didn't know what he was doing because it was his first movie and he was too polite. And they really just the Hollywood machine just fucked them so hard on this because yep. they wanted to they just kept doing the easiest things. And so when you make a movie, you have like all these pre-production meetings where people all every head of department is sitting there and you have to talk about how you're going to make everything. And they do it pretty fast from those meetings. And it's just like all systems go. So you got to be like really on your shit. So what they needed to do in this movie was make two boats. They need a set boat, and then you need an actual boat that you could shoot in a harbor. So that first shot of him walking onto the boat and Andy Richter's there, yeah, and it's the wrong boat. Like it's a set and it's goofy and weird, and it's like it just throws you off. And like the first fifteen minutes of this movie is so bizarre with him at the um. The school, the limo, the village, Dave Letterman, the boat. I like, like that, though. I like it because it's like con- every scene is like a constant world, a yes, world builder. But so like every the time thing it, is, it just zooms out, zooms out, zooms out. And you're like, this happens to what is <laughs> this? Is a, here's the thing with a lot of comedy cult movies like these guys make. You know, they they don't hear the laughs in the theater the way if you but like if you see Airplane, like that's a famous story from the guy that made um Caddyshack, he went and saw Airplane and everybody was laughing really hard. And he's like, and he's like jealous of the laughs. Like they said, 
uh, Ace Ventura came out right after this, and which is such a big hit. Uh, audiences loved it. Like you could just go into movie theater and see Ace Ventura and be like, "Oh shit, people fucking love this." People are quoting him. Yeah, it's like yeah. the stupidest fucking movie. And there's I like, still quote him every time I walk out of a bathroom. I say, "Do not yes. go in there." And magazine covers, loves, people parody. Oh, people love it when I do pop that. culture. It just wins it over, and it's like this is just as dumb, just as weird, just as bizarre, but. You know, the real football team is in Ace Ventura. There's, um, it's really the Miami Dolphins. You know, you got yeah. like, it has like authenticity there. Like, I was thinking, like, what if the scenes in Cabin Boy really looked like a storm? Like, with the, yeah. It, like, what if yeah. there were shots of like them on the boat in a storm and it looked like a, yeah. a real, intense storm movie like hunt for red october or something like or it would, I don't know. It that's would not a, bring, a it would heighten the absurd fishing movie in a, in a way jaws it would heighten the the insanity of like what they were saying and doing amidst this like real world actual stuff. yeah, did, yeah. it's it seemed it, very snl skit like yes yeah like very yeah. very and every very dramatic late. moment is played so they just take a left turn on every joke, every punchline, every like they never play up any of the moments. Like he's supposed, to, and I love. He it. meets this girl that he's in love with on the boat who is swimming, and then he has sex with the six armed blue lady. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! And then dude, he like what, who kissed was that too. She was hot. She's some actress. I looked her up. She's like a a theater actress. Is she really and blue? And is that all? Is are those arms yeah, real? Yeah. Yeah. She J's out. She JOs three well, guys he, to Dave Latterman every night with yeah. her six arms. And then he, uh, and then he hooks she, up with right her, to PS. Cleans his pipes. Goes goes to his girlfriend or the girl he's trying to lay with. He's trying to bed, and uh, who she was the first one too. She showed up the swimmer that he caught in the mm -hmm. net, and she's in like a modern swimsuit. Trina. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, what are you? What time period is this? It's but uh. I, that's Melora Walters. She is in uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia. One of my favorite lines, though, was when after he hooked up with her, with the blue la six arm blue lady, he goes, I'm ready to ravish you. I just hope, what does he say? He's like, I hope the lack of forearms doesn't mess up or I can't mess it up. I don't even know what he said exactly, but goddamn, that line was so funny to me for some reason. So stupid. I was in but I was in a movie with Melora Walters, but we didn't have any oh, scenes yeah. together. Whoa. Yeah. Cabin Boys, Melora Walters. Yep. Uh, was she blue? Dude. She was, oh, no, she's she's a a swimmer. No, she was she's a swimmer. She was in, it was also a, the best. It's joke a really bad uh, horror Western <laughs> called, uh, called uh, the, uh, the Pale Door. It's not bad. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a horror Western called The Pale Door. Check it out, people. Yeah. You see me get killed real quick. Oh, so one thing that out, works yeah. really well in this movie are the four fishermen played by there's like the captain. He's the fat one with the beard. Then there's um, the guy, the guy who talks like this, who's yeah. in like, natural born killers. And yeah, I forget the, coach, what else. the coach from a uh, major league. Oh, he, is he the coach? Yeah, he's like he's a coach's assistant, but yeah, guy. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he, he's been in a bunch of shit. He died like pretty quickly after this movie, like five years later. Oh, really? Was it a movie? Or no, Brian James might have died first. Brian James oh, is Brian the one. James, yeah, yeah, really tall, 
with the he wears like wrestling gloves. He's like buff. Um, yeah, he was he was one of the replicants in Blade Runner. Yes, he's in Blade Runner. He's uh, a ton of stuff. He's in uh, Tango and Cash, which I watched recently. He's in he's it's in a, a million horror movie he's that in... he's like a slasher villain, electric guy or something. Yeah, House. It's like House Three. I forget what it. I just watched it. It's fucking awful. His scenes are amazing. He's like amazing <laughs> in those shittiest movies. Yeah, and in this movie, he gets electrocuted, and he's like. I'm going to kill you. And then, um, fuck, who's the other guy in the movie? I just watched it. I forget. But like, he then like torments that guy and like stalks him. It's like a really shitty version of shocker. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's not. <laughs> and shocker is pretty shitty too. Yeah. But shocker being, really I think Mitch Pelegi Pelegi is the, is the titular Pelegi? from X shocker, from X files yeah. and three o'clock high fame. Yeah. Yeah. So and then incredibly underrated three o'clock high. And then the fourth fisherman is um, Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother. He's in Caddyshack, Groundhog Day. Which one's he's also four? which one was that? He's the one who always explains who the characters are, like Chalky. He's like, oh you know, yeah, okay, a fisherman. He fuck knows the fit, every lore. Fuck the shark. He knows everything. Yeah, he's also on Get a Wait. Life a lot. Yeah. Damn, that's was, Bill uh, Murray's. And that was that was older really brother. Yeah. Chris, they don't look at Chris like Elliott's father is his real father, right? Yes, in the movie too. Yeah. The Get a Life father is yeah. the father. Oh, really? He's like a radio and guy. He was like an old vaudevillain dude, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, they it, there's a good, and I can't remember classic the case name of, of it. I think I might even have it somewhere. They wrote a book together. They wrote like a dual, like Chris Elliott and his dad wrote a book together, and it's um. It's like a, it's Daddy's like a boy. Daddy's boy, yeah. And it's just them. It's like a, it's like dual biographies, and where they're kind of writing about each other. And it's Jesus, really funny. that's that's it's funny. It's super as shit. funny. They're just like talking so much shit about each other. It's really, it's really good. There's Damn. like I watched a bunch of Chris Elliott clips on Letterman today. There's like hours of compilations because he he was on the show for years. There's like this FDR thing. There's a lot of Chris Elliott content out there like he yeah. was really on fire like imagine this you're like 22 like out of school or whatever you're on you get to work on the letterman show now you're on the air like the first day goofing around like you're doing bits your friends are like that's so cool like and then you so get a silly. show you're playing like you're yes. not even yeah like you're yeah go on you, sorry you get a show get a life and you're like okay it's not the greatest thing, but like we got some buzz. People like it. Tim Burton now. Tim Burton wants something. And then you're like, we're making this movie Cabin Boy. And they said it just felt like horrible every day making the movie. Like, yeah, the crew hated it. Like no one. They said like when they showed up and they would look at the backdrop, they would be like, oh, isn't that too close? Like, doesn't that look bad? And they're like, nah, you won't notice. There's like sandbags you can see in the water when he's oh, so um, that wasn't intentional i thought a lot of that kind of shit was i thought it's all intentional too but like to be they... to be silly like the chain and peewee the chain being seen coming through the bottom all of the chaos Happy in this accident. movie is kind of visual and it's like director stuff but the comedy and the acting and the timing is all pretty good like it's really fun yeah. i mean they're every thing those fishermen say is hilarious like everything is funny like yeah ah purple lightning that's a good sign like the boat's called the filthy whore they're like great character actors 
You know, and this would be I, like this was definitely the first thing I saw Andy Richter in, or maybe yes, he just Andy started Richter's... with Conan. I can't even remember. No, this is before that. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't even working on Conan. No, he was trying to be an or, actor. Or, I mean, um, he wasn't on Letterman then at all, was he? Andy Richter. He's on yeah, Conan for some. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I clocked him as. Uh, He's the Chris Elliott of guy. Conan, which is weird. Yeah, so like, yeah. Very similar people. Um, and he also had a bunch of fiascos when he tried to make it on his own. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so many of these comedies that are just so, so weird. People lo- like kids love them. Young people love them. Critics would just savage them in the '90s. They would just fucking be like, "This, yeah. this is terrible. This nothing fun." Like the San Francisco Chronicle review of Cabin Boy. I saw like the clip is like, you will never smile once. You will never laugh once. There's nothing is funny. It's horrible. The character's annoying. Like Clifford, they hate it. That movie's awesome. Freddie got fingered. They hate it, which is, I mean, that's That's offensive to the point where I get it, but it's like, that's, it's an awesome, it's a fun, what it is. It is what it, you know what you're getting into. Did but they, to be like, there's nothing savage, funny. Like Ace Ventura too. Like yeah, I know it did they, well, but like I can't imagine it. Got, I don't know. I don't remember. Those... Critics are and stupid though. Like they're they like the mask. They like the mask, and they were kind of like he's showing more range. Um, Dumb and Dumber. They have. To, I mean, the other here's the other thing that Tarantino says, which might be true for Jim Carrey. He said like. It takes a few movies before they like you. Yeah. So the first movie, they're just they like, see, yeah. Billy Madison. Billy Madison was hated when that movie came yeah. out, but that yeah. it did well. Wayne's World, people I think liked, but it's like well, yeah, Billy Madison, already, people yeah, hated. It had a yeah. Happy Gilmore. Uh, Billy Madison got the worst review I've ever seen in a newspaper. Really? Because I used to get the. Because I used to also, get the Chronicle. How old you? Hold up. Oh, okay, I'm picturing a little like five-year-old William just whipping the, eating a, drinking a coffee, eating a little scone, and just reading. I love the movie section movie. in the newspaper, <laughs> and in the yeah. '90s, it was still going on. It'd be a nice big folded packet. You'd open it up. You see the pic, like the they would do full-page ads for movies, mm-hmm. and you would see like. And I lived in the suburbs and I couldn't see these movies, but I'd be like, oh, there's this like, of course, I'm a little pervert. I'm like, oh, this movie is NC-17. It's in San Francisco. Oh, I got to remember the name in case I can ever rent it one day. Yeah, you know? yeah. like It's called The Bank Robber with Patrick, Patrick Dempsey and I watch it. It's fucking awful. That, and the only sex. Bank, William's Bank Bank is just a bunch of movie titles. Yes. I used to know like all the nude scenes before Mr. Skin, you know. Yeah, like... you're Mr. Skin, dude. <laughs> you're you're Mr. Titty. Cabin so Cabin Boy got like in the Chronicle, it'd be five ratings. A guy clapping like crazy, clapping, sitting there asleep, and then the chair is just empty, like he just left. It's like a little cartoon. So Cabin Boy got the guy gone, empty chair. Billy Madison got the empty chair, but they used to do this thing where like the shitty movies they would review on Saturday, like they went to see it that day on Friday. And then Billy Madison got a review on Monday, which is like <laughs> the latest I've ever seen a review. And he hated it. And the, the review was like a paragraph long. And it was like in the third page of the paper. And I was like, wow, I've never seen a movie get a review this late. And also, but whatever, like 
they let these guys make these comedies and then they just fucking hate them and they tear them apart. It's uh, yeah, it's because a weird. It's almost like critics aren't um creative people and they're not funny and it's almost like producers and all these other people that aren't actually making the content. They're just not f- create. They're not good at being art. They're not artists, so they're gonna it's be. A... They just don't get it. But they make movies and they greenlight movies because and they, they pay they for money. everything. They make money. And they want to get it, I think. I think they want to feel... It's like a FOMO situation where it's like, why can't Here's I the be other cool? Thing. In the 90s, critics the, actually the had cachet. The cool ones. Siskel and Ebert actually had influence. Yeah, so they, they would can. love to shit on a movie because then they could be like, yeah, we've made it bomb. We're yeah, better they, than that. they were a pitch for yeah, it. Yeah, that's stupid. And then it's occasionally dumb. there would be a thing where like a Billy Madison or like a... I think Ace Ventura was reviewed poorly where it would break out anyway. Yes. And all these, you know, studio, like I know like there was a lot of sort of like Ace Ventura ripoffs where like, well, we're just going to base a movie around a insane kind of semi unlikable, like uh, live action, the pest, like uh, the pest. Jim Carrey. He's very Jim Carrey. He's going Energy. for that or that Harlan Williams uh, rocket man um, where it's just these nonsense in insane random gross characters. out. Dumb and dumber has the gross out thing. Yeah. Dumb and dumber was a huge fucking hit. Like, yeah. That was big, such a big, big hit. But this is rental. Jim Carrey. That was, was that was it bigger in theater or like rental? No, it was a big. Both. Both. It was big. Yeah. Both. Dumb, Dumb and Dumber, Dumber did those... well in the theater. Ace Ventura did well. The one that was um, Ace Ventura did better than people thought it would. Yeah. David Allen Greer used to come into the writer's room every day at In Living Color and be like, did you guys hear what Jim Carrey's working on? He's making a movie called Ace Ventura Pet Detective and like laugh in his face, it's make fun title. of him every day at work and then the movie was a humongous hit and he was just like oh i'm a fucking idiot and i you know it's funny i remember i remember david allen greer being a guest on but hey uh, he admits it arsenio i remember and they were and this was like when uh this was like post dumb and dumber where jim carrey was like now like a bona fide like superstar and and Arsenio like basically asking him about that, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, he was like, yeah, I can't really call Jim Carrey because I didn't really, we weren't that close before." So he's like, "It would be weird if I called him now." And I was like, "Hey, man, I know we haven't talked in three years, but I've been meaning to call you." Yeah, and it was like a weird thing bucks? of like just admitting like, and I've always wondered what the environment was like for Jim Carrey on in living color. Like that seems like he was operating in a real different kind of, kind of, I, Oh, he's I, a token white dude. Like that's, he's a token like, white dude, but also yeah. the comedy. He's a brilliant so hire. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's is why they had, like, I think it was a perfect, that's why it was like perfect, perfect. Timing. His rejection from SNL is insane. The fact yeah. that Jim Carrey, Al Franken, I was probably the one cause it's always him. Who would be like? Well, he's I feel not like funny. Jim's probably a dickhead, though. I'm sure Jim is hard to be in a room with, like conversationally. I, but and, Keenan Ivory yeah, Wayne's and Damon Wayne's, yeah. they did stand up at the comedy store where Jim Carrey did stand up, and they would be so like, they "It's like, a, like that. This yeah. is a fucking crowd killer. Like, we need to get this motherfucker on our show. Like, this guy yeah. is 
if you don't hire him, you're an idiot. Like, what you, asshole or not? Like, this is one of the funniest people in the world. Like, I bet it's better. He's doing impressions. He went on in Living Color, the rubber face man, dude. Nobody was that rubbery. He got like, oh, oh, multiple on. sketches and episodes. Doing it, he looks like. Uh oh, uh, Ernest goes to camp. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> He's dying. But anyway, <laughs> after Cabin Boy, Chris Elliott went on SNL and bombed. Yeah, he what do you mean? yeah. Like he was a cast member. It was a weird. Yeah. yeah, it was a real weird season. Ninety four, ninety five is like the worst year. Laura, Mark Keitlinger, McKinney, Mark McKinney uh, from Kids in the Hall. Mark McKinney. No, too old. Everybody was That's... everybody was kind of old. Janine Garofalo, right? Did we yeah, say her? Janine Garofalo. Yeah, he said that. That's yeah, I yeah. didn't know she was even on there. People were saying Mad TV was better at the time, and mm. they were saying like they were saying like they were going to cancel SNL, and no, you can't cancel SNL. That's what people would say. Well, critics, of course, love to just be like, "This is not funny." Yeah, they should cancel SNL. We should kill it. There was a whole, like they had people actually read magazines about media and shit. And, you know, they were, they liked boring shit. They liked um, Forrest Gump, you know? Yeah. What? That was riveting. <laughs> you just like the aid stuff. That's my favorite part. I like seeing yeah. people without legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you must king. love Chalky, the half man, half shark. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. If you throw a fin where them legs should be. Whew. Mm. So like this is a jockey. That actor's Russ Tamblin. He's in West Side Story. He's um Amber Tamblin's dad. So he's he used David to hang out Cross's uh father-in-law. Father-in-law. Yes. He's Ugh. like he's best friend. He was best friends with Dennis Hopper and Dean Stockwell. Oh wow. That was like their crew. Like Harry Dean Stanton. Does he play so, that kind of character, the buff Burt Reynolds type? Usually, no. He was he's a song and dance man in musicals when he was like young. Like he's in a, a few. If you look up Russ Tamblin dance scenes, you'll see some of the most amazing dances you've ever seen in your life. He was like really, he was like a teen heartthrob, I guess. But then, I guess he got into drugs and he tried. He wanted to be like a cool, edgy '60s guy. I don't know. He just kind of jobbed around, but. They said he was really nice and really was supportive of the movie and liked wearing, you know, the costume. I mean, and... you got to just own that care. If you get hired to be fucking yeah, half yeah. man, half shark because your parents, when you go, so what's my character's um, passion, background? What am I, what do I draw from? Well, it was a Viking. Who he's a mermaid. Um, he's a Viking who fell in love. Like the origin story, though, is a yeah, Viking back in the sailor. day fell in love with a shark. And oh, it's a, a Viking. It was a Viking, yeah. So that's why he's so buff and cool and Viking. Fucked a shark, got saved by a shark, or saved a shark, and then started fucking yeah. a shark, and then had a baby. <laughs> they had one comes offspring, back, and it was it was chalky. Half half man, half shark. Chalky. Yeah. But then the guy was it Bill Murray's uh, brother? That character is like when he's describing when Chris Elliott's describing, he's like, I don't know. It was a, that's the best I can describe it. It was a man shark man. And he goes, did he have the torso of a man, but the body of a shark? And it was just so specific. It was like, yeah, why? That's jockey. So stupid. <laughs> that's jockey. Oh no. And then he's he an knows his character. personality. And then he goes, and then he goes, 
He's got a pretty ill temper. One day he'll love you, and then the next he will be bashing your head in. We got to be careful. <laughs> like they know his yeah, disposition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of his legends. Isn't he supposed to be a myth or a legend? Yeah. I wish I could remember more of the lines because they're so fucking funny. Yeah. It it's it and they're so dry, like they're so low key, like they just kind of pop up, and then you're like, "All oh, right, that's fucking stupid." <laughs> In the sure. best way. Yeah, I wish. I wish I could... That's why I it's wish... such a rewatchable movie, I guess. Yeah, like the lines we, are funny, describe... but you can't. When we describe the Kraken, or the fucking that one. Megalodon, when we describe the Megalodon, when we describe Bigfoot, we don't talk about his disposition. He's emotionally unstable, so he. <laughs> <laughs> like, how close has he been? Real you been? irritable. <laughs> one second, a lo- he hates radishes. Like, how? That's such a specific thing to know about right, Bigfoot. These pipes are clean. That's obviously a famous one. Uh, Want to buy a monkey? Want to buy a monkey? I just don't get it. She seems totally uninterested in me, despite my smothering obsessiveness. Yeah, yeah. That's such a good sentence. That's like poetry. I'm sorry, sir. I was just pondering what drifter's corpse you stole those shoes from. <laughs> <laughs> it's all shit like that. It's just always like a funny insult line. Yeah, Perhaps. I really love. All right, thanks, little girl. Yeah, um, oh, they keep yeah. calling him a little girl. Yeah, <laughs> move along, little lady. And they're not Aren't even doing it to like be girl. to like be mean. They just genuinely, I think, <laughs> see him as a little girl. <laughs> like it's not even. It's like so an funny. You know, the other thing that's funny about Chris Elliott is even when he was like in his whatever twenties working on Letterman, he still looked like he was like a forty-five-year-old dude. Yes. He's bald, like from bald, a very young age. Beard. I think his appearance is another reason too. why why people hated this movie because they're like, who is this ugly bald guy yeah. trying in to the be the movie? Lead. Yeah. I think that really pissed people off. They're is just he, like, uh, no. he's grab grab my good hand, right? Yes. Yeah. Scary movie too. Yes. Yeah. We should talk about grab that. My, grab my good hand. That's like one of the most famous quotes from that goddamn movie. Of course, it's him. The Wayne's brothers, you know, scooping in, picking up uh, some good talent. They love these goofy white boys. They love these silly, goofy white boys. Man, well, let them know I'm here. I'm available. I'm silly. I'm goofy. I'm white. Hey, Damien Wayon. I don't, I've never know how to say their name. Damien Wayon. Talk there's to a, uh, my boy Mike here. There's a lot of Wayans. Kim Waynes, Keenan Emery Waynes, Sean Waynes, Marlon Waynes, Damon Waynes, Damon Waynes Jr. Jesus, you know them all right off the top. Scary movie or dance movie that has a really good scene with um, Amy Sedaris as a dance instructor named Miss Camel who has a giant (laughs) camel toe. And she's basically playing like if what if Jerry Blank was a, a dance instructor. God damn. The Waynes are funny as hell. We need more. We need more scary movies. I'll be honest. Not a popular opinion, but I bet there will be because there's so many horror movies right now, and yeah. horror movies are so hot. They, you think they'll do a reboot? Because what's the last Wayne's? Well, um, two, but then the Zuckers took over for scary movies. No, three. I mean, well, but then they are not another team. Like they just kind of branched off. I I looked up the Wayne's brothers recently and what they were up to. Not much. It was kind weird of, for a minute since, there since where new girl. Uh, 
Keenan Ivory Wayans was trying to do action movies for a little bit there. He was in like the Glimmer Man and some I don't know. There was a Bleeding uh, Man kind of roles. Yeah. His first movie is amazing. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Oh yeah, it's so good. That like really made him into a bigger. Um, that's like a big video store hit. Which one is Living Color new Girl? That's I think that's Damon Wayne's son. He's a son, not a grandson. Uh, yeah. We're about to get we're about to get Grand Wayne's grandson Wayne. I'm sure. Yeah. This is like a there's... this is a fucking dynasty. And I love it. I'm here for it all. They're so, they're so funny and silly. Their show. Oh, they're going to start making new Wayans Brothers TV show episodes. Okay. Men on film, reference to In Living Color. Um, also, it's funny that like. Oh, that's right. This black show. The one humongous breakout mega star is the white guy who just like. <laughs> yeah. Well, j Definitely nothing happened with the white lady. Oh yeah, the dancer, the hot dancer. J Lo. Yeah, it was like that's He's what's a mega so crazy. Star. That's what's crazy about in Living Color. It was, it was kind of it was perfect. They gave I don't know. They took a shot on everybody. It's perfect, but it died it really fast. Off. Yeah, really but fast. then it oh but then it didn't. Then it blew up though with for J Lo and Jimmy. They had to write a lot of fucking sketches too. Half hour a week for twenty six episodes. Well, there was a ton of recurring characters. There was a ton of recurring characters. And the other thing that I watched a couple years ago, I watched some In Living Color uh, episodes. And it was it was funny in that they there were some episodes that there's only two sketches because it was a oh, half yeah, hour, so 22-minute show. And the dance intro the rap. was crazy long. And then they would have Keenan Ivory Wayans like – because he hosted every quote unquote hosted yes, every yes. episode and it would him talking. So that would eat up like a solid, like six. The intro minutes. is so long, so long for 22. Uh, and, and then there was these like, you know, these like minute long, like intro outro of each sketches. So they ate up a ton of time. So sometimes there would just be one long sketch and then one real little quickie. Yeah, like the head detective or like handyman would have yeah. a full blown graphic, like TV show intro. Like yeah. handyman is filmed in a front of a live studio audience. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Like they would just like, yeah. Plus they have the rap guest right, and then they would have totally. like song parodies. Those yeah. videos would take up a lot of time. And dancing, just just general yeah. fly girl dancing, and I it is fun. Being... Like you know, I. I, I don't have any anger towards it, but there are some sketches like the 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 men on film uh, sketch is so like there's no it's so I, you just couldn't get away with it today at all. You know, there's some pretty, pretty insanely kind of just race stuff and, uh, you know, homosexual stuff that was just probably not cool anymore they that. They didn't want to put it on back then, but they made the executives watch them perform it. And they said it was like a bomb went off in the studio. Like yeah. the audience was going crazier for that sketch than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's perfect. You know, like uh, for the time, like black comedy, like that's yeah. like perfect. Cause they, cause they would, 
juice up their performances based on the audience's reaction. You you yeah. watch Damon Wayne's like smirk and laugh and you know. They said yeah. on so to bring it back to Cabin Boy, he said no the crew hated them and no one would laugh and every day it just they would come home and they would feel like did we do a good job? Like was that funny? Like, I don't yeah. know what we got. They said like, it wasn't a good feeling ever to work on the movie, <laughs> That's but awful. it's pretty fucking funny. I mean, the fit, like the fishermen, everything they say is funny. Yeah. It's so mean. And it's so specifically it, insulting. Well, I mean, just those few quotes you said are like, what are you talking about? This isn't funny. It's just dry. It's pretty dry. I'd say. It's when somehow, he's throw, it's he like blatantly squirts the hot dry. coffee on him. They throw the cans they make, at him. They They're make so him mean. dance. Yeah. So he but calls yeah, up. But he's so stupid. He when he gives her the fish when he gives him the fish stick kitties, he says oh he does God. it in a funny voice. He's like, "Hi, how are you doing?" And he's like, "You're no Edgar Bergen." And I was like, "Who the hell is Edgar Bergen?" So I googled that. That's Candace Bergen's dad. He was a ventriloquist. <laughs> There's like all these funny pictures of this super. Yeah, subtle. yeah. He um, he as a he was really famous as a ventriloquist, and he he was so like famous. He had a <laughs> this is so insane. He had a radio show that was really popular. He was a ventriloquist really? with a radio with show, audio only. Yeah, show? an audio only medium. That's how popular he was. How did he do that? I think he just did the other voices and but the characters were so like likable that yeah. like people didn't care that they were. Yeah, we don't need the we don't need the puppet. Yeah, Jeff like, Dunham could only dream of such things. <laughs> we don't need no puppets around here. I'm gonna do a the era of comedy is so weird because they say they would make these like low budget comedies and then like the pest, you know, this movie, it's like you have to print 35 millimeter prints. You have to like do advertising. And it's just a, they would, this is the, like the golden, the last golden era of studio filmmaking where mm -hmm. they like dominated and they would like, they make posters. They would, they would put out like a studio would put out maybe a movie a month back then. Yeah. And now they put out six movies a, a year. year. Like, yeah. They were pumping them out, and it's very funny for this thing to just come out, like just to have like the worst advertising, the worst video covers, the worst PR trailers. It just is like a hideous looking. Yeah, what did they promote it on? Advertising Letterman? campaign. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember the ad campaign. MTV, maybe. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see. Like, how would you? advertise this definitely like the, the funniest comedy the wackiest comedy I'm sure to the same the audience that they were would have targeted like ace ventura to you know that kind of college stonery kind of um i don't know how high they school boys define that yeah that demo back then but for i could sure see chris elliott pushing a dramatic mtv they just pumped a dramatic it a dramatic angle like for the ads. He, he is it he's chris elliott pops up in the no, he gets hit in the head with like a a hook oh yeah he's in the abyss the abyss for one scene. he's like and he has and it's it's funny because he 
you keep expecting him to say something funny and he just doesn't really he's a manhunter just, just kind of yeah he's kind of it's big i think that's his line where he's like looking at the spaceship coming out of the water and just goes it's it's big Huh. Yeah, he never did the dramatic thing, which is good. I mean, he's really good in uh, Kingpin, and there's something about Mary. Yeah. Um, but he never did, like, a dramatic role. Like, he never tried to be, like... <laughs> no, I was saying the advert for Chris the... Elliott actor. You know, for, Chris for Elliott. Cabin Boy. It could have been funny to, like, make, make the trailer look like it's an actual dramatic <laughs> coming-of-age fancy <laughs> from Fancy Lab to... right. But Man. that's because they don't even do the first act that way. They don't even set it up in that yeah. dramatic. But that's why it'd be funny for the believable way. way. Like shooting it in L.A., it's like they just they just got rope doped and said yes into everything, and every decision was bad. It's like, oh well, if we shoot in L.A., it's cheaper, and it's like, yeah, but there's no like upper crust schools in L.A. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to go to the New England. You want like old looking. You don't want that California sun. Yeah. For your like prestigious school. You want like, or if you do, you have to do it in a California way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, everything is like so weird looking. Um, Alfred Molina, he's the teacher. They said he was just horrified by the movie he thought he was playing the headmaster or something and like he did play the headmaster for the first one minute of the movie but he's a teacher i don't know but like they said he hated it he calls him the headmaster like chris elliott's oh, he does he okay him. yeah 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 he's the headmaster but he they, uh, maybe he i think movie you think i think also they have oh they think everything's worse than it really is yeah, I think yeah, so well, I don't too. get that though. Why? Because it is. It's like because they, maybe it, maybe it just aged well. Because Adult Swim, it's not like, the movie they wanted to make. Humor, yeah, yeah. I do wonder what the movie they wanted. But to humor make has gotten like. sillier. I don't think he knows. I don't think they know how to direct Adam Resnick. He does not direct anything. Well, he Chris literally didn't said, know. He said he didn't want to do it. And Chris Elliott, I don't think understands how to be. He knows how to be funny for Letterman's audience and get a life, but then, well, it's that SNL vibe, like the set, like it was very, yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard for me to conceptualize a what a big, they said, what a breakout version of this movie looks like. Like it seems like with this cast and crew, like it's kind of. I think it would bomb if culty. Tim Burton directed it. Yeah, I think it and needs be a, to be. It culty. would have ruined Tim Burton's career because, like, Tim Burton has made some horrible comedies like dark shadows or yeah mars attacks is like funny but there's a lot of just like fat I mean, and mars shadows attacks a paycheck there's like shit in mars attacks where it just kind of goes on it's too long it's yeah. too detailed charlie and the chocolate factory i mean he can get too into the details there would be like the opening title sequence would be, would be better. The opening title sequence to this is so bad where you see like a map and then you see like a person's name and then just like a blue fish vertically raises yeah. and transitions the name. And like Chris Elliott in the commentary is like, is this what we had planned the whole time? And then Adam Resnick's like, I don't know. But like <laughs> Adam Resnick, <laughs> he remember. said he wa they they wanted to do uh, like a 40s movie where it'd be like cursive handwriting and like, 
you know, like just text with yeah, that kind yeah. of music playing or like a book with like pages turning. They wanted to do it like a 40s thing. And they were like, no, we have to do it like in a, in a like Wayne's World or a wacky or whatever. Like we're going to lean into the Tim Burton visual effects things. Um, yeah, it sounds uh, like they did not have the juice to fight back. You have the vision notes. Yeah, but it kind um, of. Some stuff looks pretty good, like the so the cupcake that looks awesome. The cupcake that spits tobacco in his face. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's all right. That's that's my favorite scene in the movie. First of all, the raft scene where he's they want to kill him, ripping balls. So they put up, they give him two miles of slack, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. And he asks if, if it's okay to drink seawater or well, if go, it's bad. Goes, They're like, he goes, what is this like 10, 15 feet out or what? And they go, well, it's two miles. And yeah. Then, <laughs> Like what? That's too far. Two miles. Like, is it okay if I drink seawater? Or I heard seawater might be bad for you. He's like, uh, never heard of that before. <laughs> new to, that's new to me. <laughs> yeah. So when he drinks chocolate milk, and then he's like, ah, oh, Crisco, that's nature's um, tanning oil or what? Yeah. Suntan oil. And he's just he, like cooking that's all that he has the is Chocolate milk and vegetable oil is all they gave him on the ra- on the raft. <laughs> and he eats the moldy bread. <laughs> so he's tripping <laughs> off that. So the cupcake Ooh, green. is green. Yeah, the cupcake is designed by Tim Burton, so he kind of has a Tim Burton look with his like eyes. He looks like a balloon from Batman or something. Um, yeah, I honestly yeah. didn't like the cupcake that much because it, it it seemed too different than like the ice monster and the the ice golem and the um, what was the other one? The ice golem the scene, I think, is the moon was so cute. Yeah, is it the in the wind? The wind. It's like yeah. a map, like on an old map. They have the wind blowing, so they have that come alive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, it's a bummer that it hasn't gotten a little bit more of a cult pop because it does seem like well, it's it has an slow. audience, but um, it it um, or that there couldn't be like a director's cut or something. I was I was I was thinking about that while I was watching it, and I was honestly expecting to laugh a little bit more, like, you know, like actually laugh and not like be like, oh, that's a good line, <laughs> but like gutturally laugh. And I didn't do that. Yeah, yes. there's a I don't think of, so. There's yeah, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't an LOL situation. If you were in a big theater now, but I appreciate it. Revival, people would laugh. But New Beverly, like if you know what you're getting, New Beverly. Into, yeah. Yeah, because people know Pee-wee's big adventure. Already, everybody laughed, and they know when they need to laugh. Yeah, even Gummo, everybody was laughing at New Beverly. Like, but I think they just knew, like in the movie theaters where this played, people weren't laughing. Yeah, and you could just feel it, and you're like, because oh, people were confused, and people were kind of like, for people. Whereas, like, if like a Where drunk college kid yeah. saw Ace Ventura, he was gonna laugh. A high school kid, middle school, yeah. Kid. And like this is the era of like hook and really good visual effects movies. So the visual effects being this old fashioned Yeah, like state theater theater play was, style. Jurassic Park had come out six months before. It was okay, it was yeah. definitely it definitely was like adult swim. I mean the dude was like one of the lead Chris Elliott, one of the leading like alternative comedians of the eighties yeah. and nineties, right? Like yeah, everything, yeah, everything he did that. was absurd as hell. Get a Life is really funny. I was watching that. I've today. never seen that. 
I need to. It was good. It was a show that I think would have benefited from not having a laugh track, because the the sometimes the laugh track is a little too oh, too loud on parts that are like, no, this is a this is a laugh, but it's not that kind of a laugh. Um, and I don't they think said it they was... mix it loud on purpose to be. Yeah, make it and I don't. Like, I don't think like, it was shot on a studio audience. I don't think it are was. You saying, are oh, you saying? Oh, it's a like... fake. It's literally a fake laugh track, like a fake. Yeah. But are it's you a saying pastiche. It, this is like you're like watching it and you're like, this is more of a he he moment. Yeah, but they're, totally. But they're but they're hitting me with the ha ha laugh. Exactly. Track. Yeah. Like and then a, on this one, it's more of like a tee hee, and they're hitting me with a he he. Very is Michael Jackson like, like that. that. You're yeah. like Mozart for laugh tracks, Ryan. Yeah. 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 You're just I, like that's uh, funny. A tea that's tea like the seventeenth be... time somebody's told me that that you're the Mozart for laugh tracks. Yeah, seventeenth time. Wow. Mark Here's down. what we got to do a sketch. It's Amadeus, but it's a guy who does laugh tracks. Mm -hmm. And he's jealous of the Mozart who can, the Ryan who can just do the laugh tracks perfectly. Can just do it without even just, he's in, is such a, a naturally good at I'm it. I'm the Rick Rubin <laughs> of laugh tracks. I just come in and I close my eyes and meditate for a while and listen to the tea. I don't even watch the show. You have a beard. You have a huge beard. Go, yeah. You're and I go, meditating. I go, that one's, yeah. On. That should be a haha, not a hee hee. That should be a ha he ha. Ha he ha. That should be a ha he ha. That should be a ha he ha. Ha ha he ha. And then you like hey, and then a you're like cry. You're you're crying. You're like yeah. It should be an aww. <laughs> and then when the it is hard, goes, it's really hard for me to watch stuff with laugh tracks. Like it does not. Uh, it's weird anymore. Um, yeah. I think like Seinfeld cool. sort of feels that's okay it. with it, but that's about well, it. Well, the old shows are fine. If it's Even real, it's times, fine. There's times like, because Cheers is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. And there's times where I'm like, that that laugh seems too amped up. Like, that it was a funny little line. But, yeah. It, Simpsons. Can we, talk about, can we talk about an actual LOL situation in fucking Cabin Boy? And I kind of mentioned it a couple times. When he fucking rides his girlfriend. And they only do two scenes. He's standing up with a harness like a dog. <laughs> like a fucking... Like a like sled, a, like a sled dog. dog. Yeah, but it looks like he's on a jet ski kind of too. But, and she's just... That is one of the funniest visuals. When that popped on, I just started laughing. So What hard. about uh, the businessman? There's no physics in that. That doesn't make any fucking physical <laughs> yes, sense. He's yes. just standing on her lower spine. <laughs> yeah. While she's just doing a freestyle swim, and fast. they're, they're going moving, fast. and he's ha ha let's go, girl. That shit's so funny. Just dominates her, and then that's how they end the movie. He rides off into the sunset on her. You can really feel that, like, there's a lot of cut shit by the end, where they just like after he they kill the big giant guy and or Chucky like bites oh, him, and in that and he has like the nail guy. clippers. The, yeah, the you could tell that was a mess. Though, you could tell job. that was a mess to shoot. Oh, absolutely. But then that when he comes in, when he comes in, when you find out it's a giant, this yeah. is what reminded me of like the Odyssey because he runs into all these mythical creatures. Yeah, yeah. On his way on a on a ship journey home. Yeah, there's like um, it is like the Odyssey because there's a movie there's but there, it's also like movies like. Jason the Argonaut, yeah, Seventh Voyage, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, Sinbad, Seven Seas, Conqueror of the Seven Seas. Uh, 
but the giant, his job, he goes, I knew I shouldn't open an appliance store on this mythical. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got magic or what is it an appliance store? Cause they're in hell's bucket. The, the, yeah, and he's um, like, there's fairies and dragons and shit, and he's trying to sell them washer and dryers. Like the yeah. ship. What a the like, ship. What a funny. It's so character. funny. Just a businessman like who's a giant. They're all, they're all just with a pocket protector. Yeah, he's got his pocket protector. He's. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that guy. Like, it must have been hard. Guy. But here's what. Like, it's funny because they don't think about what this is going to do for them because they weren't planning on making it. And they don't really know. They don't have the experience. Every shot of that guy who's the giant is shot separately from the other actor. Yeah. And they have to cut in these weird ways. Or whatever. And the fight scene is really complicated with like puppet. He's just holding a puppet, Chris Elliott. Yeah. Which is funny as shit. And I think that's intentional, right? Yeah. That's like a paper mache puppet. Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Yeah. You know, there's like all these old 50s movies like that. But it makes it hard to do anything because like the people on the boat are a different set and then you have them fight and then you have Chalky yeah, yeah. And you're doing this and then you cut and it's just like movies over. They're in Hawaii, which is clearly shot in LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like drinking, you know, cocktails or whatever and then yeah now it's like 2020 is what it fucking looks like like <laughs> there's cars driving around and you're like why was he even on this boat why do yeah. these boats even <laughs> exist at this time like even fisher boats aren't that bad that was like an old pirate boat they're not used to just making a movie where you like lead an audience on a journey they're like used to this like one sketch after the other yeah, so the that's whole what thing- it was yeah, it was just that's sketch. what makes it so funny. A quilt of skits because there's with so the many jokes in be, it. With the through line is him just traveling. Yeah, and it is, you know, I think like the other thing that might have like not gone great is like he's his character, the Chris Elliott character is kind of unlikable. And yeah, and he's such a unlikable. and there was and for like exclusively unlikable for for uh for uh you know for a big audience. Like, I, I don't, like, Chris Elliott wasn't, he was hot in, like, underground circles, but he wasn't, like, a famous name yet. Like, there wasn't, there wasn't anybody in this movie who was, like, pulling a bunch of asses into the seats. There wasn't anybody, like, particularly <laughs> yeah. famous. In they wanted Letterman. Bill Murray. Maybe Letterman. He turned it down. That's why Bill his Bill brother's Mar- in it. Oh, okay. Oh, Yeah. Um, like let's get Bill yeah, Murray well, Bill I, Murray's like no yeah, my brother. it's crazy because a lot of these people are like super famous now or like famous now. yeah the whole Andy the Richter whole movie and... rests on Chris Elliott's shoulder and it just completely crushed him that like yeah. responsibility he has no one to defer to there was yeah. not I, I thought he was I, fine though I thought he did fine in it no he did fine but it's it is hard to sell a movie where it's an actor that nobody not nobody but most people the general populace doesn't know one and then yeah. two it's an unlikable he's playing an unlikable character whereas so your first impression you know, is yeah you know, you so where me. if you're I'm a snarky asshole yeah if you're playing an effete snarky asshole at that yeah. time too you know and he's like kind of gay because yeah like that's i mean honestly for the 90s he's, like that's probably a part of it too like he's playing this fey you know he's uh, in a nightgown with the, he's, <laughs> with the, with the he puts a face mask on yeah he wears a face mask when he goes to sleep 
We don't know how old he is. He's just afraid to have sex. How old he's supposed to be? Yes, because he's, he's getting like, he out of school, he's, but he's got he a, a full a beard. Full he beard. looks like he's forty, yeah. and they keep calling yeah. him a little lady. Yeah. So like, and he acts like a child, like a spoiled, you know, teenager or something. Yeah. Like, there's so much disorientation going on. I fucking love it. Like. You gotta hate it. Was, it was Burton, man, for making Pee-wee's I didn't Big stop Adventure. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For like just really nailing that intro, which is completely nuts. Yeah. But he makes everybody outside of the character normal and Pee-wee's Big so Adventure. So I I feel helps. like Tim Burton could have done it with this. It would have been the reverse. The big thing is he, getting the boat. He would have done the Beetlejuice transition to the the weird world. But, but he needed the money to, great. What, maybe what that was I maybe, mean, but the more money Herman it costs, the more really money he has to make as a character. Though he's a very good character. It would have made it. It would have made the joke shittier yeah. too. Yeah, it would. That's the thing. Like we do. Like while it's the decisions are correct, they're just not correct for a in the business decision for yeah. making a movie. It's like it's nastier. It's like grosser. It's weirder. He's so thoroughly unlikable. Yeah. The fishermen are fucking mean as hell. Not one of them is famous. Yeah, Not one of yeah. them is like, you know, Mel Gibson who, or whoever who is the, the likable. The swimmer, when she comes in, she's the likable character because she's talking back to him. I mean, even she's kind of there's he nobody sucked. who's on side uh, who's I mean in Letterman's as a, character, as, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Letterman. <laughs> Be right back. Hey, little girl. Probably. I mean, it could have been Letterman because he's just, yeah, hey, little girl. Because he was, he said what everybody in the theater is probably thinking, like, I hate those fancy lads. It is. And it's so funny, though, to make it like he just needs to get laid. That's all it is. I mean, he just needs life, to get to Hawaii. That's all it is, is get laid. In so Hawaii. that is, you want to get to Hawaii, you want to get laid. I mean, this is, how cabin boy got his groove back damn or his groove at all i honestly was getting adam vibes from cabin boy as a kid what do you mean he reminded me of adam like his weird (laughs) habits you don't wear toe shoes yeah like his toe shoes and toe separators he's adam is a fancy lad but also, I related to Cabin and Boy. Andy, also. Andy's literally in Hawaii right now. I related to him. You know, we all have a little Cabin Boy in us. There no. is some, you know, that like you say the wrong thing. You don't know how to communicate. You're you go into a situation wrong. You are insulting the people. We no, all act like I've this, right? Been. I've ne- no. I have me. We look down at the working class. Stupid piece of shit. I've never acted like that, you fucking idiot. You useless piece of shit. We think we're better than everyone. We are mean to our drivers. What dead drifter did you get? What drifter's corpse did you get those shoes off of? Real work makes us sick and uncomfortable. We hate actually working for a living, cutting fish heads. Oh, licking the fucking poop deck. The floor. It tastes of marzipan. What is marzipan? It's a fruit. Bitter? 
What's it taste like? Is it juicy? I don't know what marzipan. You're like the like. you're the blue collar audience rejecting this movie. Like, what the fuck is marzipan? What is marzipan? No, I know what marzipan. What's it taste like though? Soapy. Is that fruit? Is it like a fucking? Dish? I didn't get. I didn't get which way that joke was going. No, is it like? It's like jelly, right? It's a jelly. Is it candy. It's but a fruit. I've never had it. Have you ever had marzipan? We're talking it's about like we're talking about the scene. It's like a cake had, like licks. substance. I'm so wrong. It's not even like anything like a fruit. Yeah, I thought it was like a tart. I it, was... it looks like dough. It looks like uh, like raw cookie. When like he so he nougat, when they make maybe. him lick when they make him lick the the I'm gonna get some marzipan this week. The soap. He goes, oh, tastes like marzipan. I was like, I don't get this job. I don't know what marzipan tastes like. And I was but like, I get the marzip- joke, and I was wrong. Does it taste like soap? No. Well, maybe the joke is maybe we're still. I was thinking joke. of marmalade. Not even a joke. Like marmalade that is. Yep, that's the jelly, right? I got marmalade and marzipan mixed up. Oh, I was thinking of Marilyn Monroe. It is it marzipan? And I've never like, tasted uh, that. You know, tasting similar. Yeah, I'm the one guy marmalade. in America that has it. Okay, g- get over it. It's good stuff, is what I'm saying. Uh, get some is it, but marzipan is that like rich people? Uh, it's like rich people dessert. It Probably. reminds me of fish egg. Like, I've never had what's it. What's the caviar? Normal guy. Oh yeah, caviar. Caviar and marzipan. That would be fun. Put that up your girlfriend's pussy and eat it. Eat Just it out. Yeah. Nice. Oh, come on. Ca- now. Fill her up with caviar. That's how rich people Snickers, put a Snickers bar in there too. Mm. Bill Clinton, she's fucking eating. This is great, great caviar. <laughs> Monica, what if, what if it was a? What if it was actually a, a Snickers, a Snickers stain? Hey, I got a Butterfinger, a Snickers. We're gonna go crazy tonight. I got Twix. There's two of them. It does. It does seem like some of the sets would have made for good <laughs> porn movies. I would say that. I got a Reese's Pieces in my butthole. Reese's Pieces. He's trying to get that E.T. to freaking eat his ass out. A little Reese's Pieces. A trail of Reese's Pieces going to his butt. So And actually, e. one e. of the... E.T. sticks his glowing finger in his butthole. One of the funniest Get a Life episodes was about... Uh, was a, was a parody of uh, E.T. called Spewey. Alien. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Yeah. It was uh, like it was a, a good life episode where they find an ET, but alien. um, it looks horrible <laughs> it's, too. It's this it disgusting so little alien creature, and like there, there's like a great great part where Chris Elliott he finds it and he like loves this creature, and he's like, I'm gonna introduce Spewy to this little girl. Here's the magic moment where the innocence of youth uh, meets the naivete of an alien life form forming a bond that goes forever. And so he opens up the door and goes like, little little girl, meet Spewy. And she just immediately goes, I want it dead. I want it dead. And <laughs> just starts attacking it. Also, Spewy secretes a substance. That? Where can I watch Get Out? Get what a life. <laughs> get a life. Get out and get a life. It's on DVD. Man, I watched it. I watched There's every no streaming? episode when it was back on Fox back in that day. Like it was Sunday. It was Sunday afternoon. Sunday night show on Fox. After the Simpsons, maybe. After the Simpsons, yeah. 
That's probably why I watched it. I will say that that kind of reminded me of um, Shit's Creek. It's not. It's definitely probably he's on Shit's Creek. He's the mayor of the. He's the mayor of the town Shit's Creek, and he is one of the funniest fucking characters in that show. He's so funny, but the way he got his due. He do, he's just a gross. He's so for cabin boy. So this is it. Playing all hateable. we have is cabin boy. Oh man. Yeah, Chris it, Elliott's it, great. It, it, you got what? What do we say? The is FDR? Groundhog Day before this? He's in Groundhog Day with Bill Murray too. What is? Oh, what is the it? What was he's this? the cameraman. What was this? Ninety three. Yeah, that's like ninety three. So he's in. No, when Groundhog was Cabin Day. Boy? Ninety four. Oh, could be around this. He probably did Cabin Boy after. Yeah, to try and get Bill Murray on there. There is such a weird thing where people can do all this good stuff, but unless your first movie blows the fuck up, then you're done. Well, I think with Chris Elliott, he's just so weird. I think he's a way better supporting character. He's not a lead. I don't think he's like an Adam Sandler lead. Most comedians can't act worth shit either. That's That's not true, but Adam Sandler can act. Norm Macdonald in Dirty oh. Work, like that's barely acting. No, it's just that's him not being acting. It's him being him. <laughs> or like, um, I'm saying, Will most Ferrell comedians are act, like Pootie Tang. You know, <laughs> Louis C.K. Yeah. couldn't even make Pootie Tang work. You know, yeah, it's funny jokes in it, but it's like yeah. a hideous movie. Well, what about Jim Carrey? Fucking Truman the Show. The brilliant actor, though. That's the thing. He number 23. Yeah, but Robin was, Williams can act. Number 23 so that's a comedian. Good. I've never seen Williams. it. What the, yeah, so what the fuck are you talking about? Comedians can act better than actors most of the time. Most. Um, but I listed all these other people who like failed and never had another movie. Yeah. Well, Chris Elliott's too weird. Jim Carrey and, and Robin Williams are... They act more than they do stand-up. Yeah, but they, don't they do, do stand-up. But they do like Robin Williams, I oh, mean, oh, that yeah, guy... Yeah, yeah. The last time but I saw him stand up, he bombed. kind of likable characters. What's what's Will or um what's Jim Carrey's worst? He movie? killed himself. No, what? Jim, uh, me, myself, and Irene. Hilarious movie. It's really funny, but, but it's also why, kind of why don't people talk about it? Is because he plays an asshole in that. But dude, it's... the scene where he slides off the hood of the car, you got to look it up right now, please, and send me that link. Uh, and me, myself, when he and he's. When he he's slides, in- he's he's laying on it's hit. Just look up Jim Carrey, me, myself, and Irene sliding off car. Uh, he just slides off and smokes a cig. It's the coolest fucking, it's the funniest fucking rubber man shit. Now I'm going on a JK well, tangent because like there's something about Mary, there is a love story that is enough for people to all these have something of an emotional payoff. And they yeah. can feel like they watched a movie, even though there's like the scene and there's something about Mary where his dick gets caught in the zipper. <laughs> That's like a sketch. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, we the black guy, here. the black guy from uh, Requiem for a Dream. How you doing there? Like he's Mary's <laughs> stepdad. Like that scene yeah. is really long. Keith David or David Keith. But the only like, thing I remember is he we got a bleeder and then you see his balls like through the that, that practical effect. The bubble. Balls. It's just like a weird bubble. It's just zipped up. That's just what balls look like in a zipper. The love story in Cabin Boy with him and Trina is just like so ridiculous. Yeah, he rides her. He just rides <laughs> he her. Stand, like they don't he even... stands on her. He rides her like a damn, not even a longboard. He's... <laughs> 
What He's else like physically Adam hideous. Resnick, what else has Adam Resnick done? I know he wrote a book that I w- was always meaning to get and just haven't called. He wrote Death not... to Smoochie. Okay. Oh, and then he didn't write the movie? Which I walked out of because I hated it so much. I liked it with Edward Norton. I think it just looked really grimy and gross when I saw it, and I was kind of like wasn't feeling it. And so me and my friends like left it, and we saw a panic a room instead. But maybe that I'll watch was, it now. Panic Room is scary. I remember the ad campaign for Death to Smoochie. For some reason, they were trying to, they were really touting it as uh, that Danny DeVito directed it. Yes. Um, and so, they, and all the <laughs> ads, that they, would, they, would, they would always go, they'd always go, from the twisted mind of Danny DeVito. And I just remember oh, yeah. going like, was his mind that twist? I don't know. I never. He's just a little guy. He's a, a weird director. Guy. From the he's also, a very weird. Mind. I didn't know filmmaker. he direct. I didn't know he directed that. Is that why it was always it was shot from waist up? Yes, <laughs> that's why the camera's so low <laughs> and it's just yeah. looking up. It's a lot of oh. under the under I the skirt shots. So <laughs> he's it's... just walking under people's legs like that. You just see a pair of balls directed and camera yeah. operated by Danny DeVito. You know, like Danny an over the shoulder. Twisted the... balls of Danny DeVito. From the t- testicular contortion. What is it? Testicular torsion? <laughs> of Danny DeVito. We got twisted balls. But like maybe Chris Elliott should have been in that movie. They said they weren't allowed to work together anymore. Like no one would do a Chris Elliott, Adam Resnick project, but oh, only them no, by themselves. Yeah. They said... What? They sold the show to Fox and they were like, they said yes in the room. And by the time they got downstairs and were in the parking lot, another executive who wasn't there heard the pitch and said, we won't work with the cabin boy guys. So they got called and they were like, yeah, we can't do it. So they were like, you're in the meeting. Like, yeah, we're going to buy this. We're going to, yeah, let's do this. Let's get, see you on Tuesday, Mike. We're going to make a fucking TV show. Ryan, you're going (laughs) to... You're the star. What, what was the show? Do you know? No, they never said. And then, wow. like, you get, you get, you're getting into your car. And they're like, "Yeah, it's not gonna happen." Hold yeah, on, I'm walking a, in my car right now. It's, it's such whoop, whoop. a shame that like That's a, a single it. failure after so many successes can tank somebody's like deal so bad. Like, I mean, I could see them never, maybe Chris Elliott never getting a, you know, leading man in a movie, but the fact that like they couldn't get shows on Fox, like that's crazy. Like it's, I mean, because there's no logic to Hollywood success. There's the yeah. only thing they can do is it makes money. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't like superhero movies. It makes money. We just, they just do. Well, there's no logic because it's a bunch, like I said earlier, a bunch of business men, a business, prestigious business people. With yeah. M- mindset just clicking and clacking on their abacus all day. And just all they're thinking about is which they're knob literally is going counting on their abacus. They're just count. They're flicking beans up, counting beans. And they don't give a shit about art or creativity unless it makes them. Mu- I don't know. I'm bitter. So what, it's a what's our shoot. rating? What's our rating for cabin boy? Oof. As comedy fans. The real uh, out of, what's so the, what's as a, as a Chris out of five fan. stars out of five stars yeah letterboxed rating um, i would give it four stars i'm a huge fan i'm a Chris i had it at three and a half 
I went up to four. I wish I could give it higher. It obviously has its problems. Yeah, it has flaws for sure. The ending There's... is very unsatisfying. That's yeah. one of the biggest problems. One thing I noticed watching it this time is like the middle of the movie, which is usually the worst part for this movie. It's the funniest part because it's like, yeah, now he's on the boat. Like if he had done something like army of darkness, where it's like the first scene is him on the boat getting abused and he's like how did i get here well let me tell you my story yeah. and like yeah, yeah like they yeah. need to get on the fucking boat right away write, they didn't know how to write a the boat a shit is funny he's yeah. there the fishermen are funny the chocolate he's drinking the gallon of chocolate milk i mean that's like that is one shit, of my I'm favorite sorry, jokes in no any movie though. yeah ever yeah let's go I think that I would probably put it at like a three and a half or a four. There are definitely some flaws with it, but it's such an anomaly of a, of a, it's like a different type of comedy. I think we're so used to joke, 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 punch, punch, punch. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of like just funny things that aren't maybe necessarily like punchline laugh funny. It's just absurd weirdness. That is, it's so And you enjoyable. wrecked her dancing like a harem? Yeah, this is how a harem girl dances. And like, you know, he walks down the steps, he goes step, step, step. He's like stepping, he's like saying every step, you know, he's so dumb. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot a of funny... comedies that may have more laughs, like out loud laughs in them that are a lot more generic than this, you know, like there's definitely not any other movies like this. The tone is so weird. Like you, it, I mean, it pops up in like, you know, a get a life or some like other Chris Elliott stuff, but it's, you're not going to like see it in the other like feature and films, even, even though they're not your studio films, even though they're not like Tim Burton level with all the visuals, the visuals are interesting to look at. Like it yeah. makes it, it is like so unique that it has all these weird pastiche references and weird jokes and, but they shoot the comedy pretty well, like in a very simple manner, like mystery men, that movie has like way more money, way more famous people, mm -hmm. way more can Everybody's a comedian. In yeah. Mystery men. Everybody is like Artie Lang, Keenan or Kel. It's yeah. like, they fill up. I mean, they have William H. Macy, but the shots are too complicated. It has no humor. I mean, it's so boring. It's such a bad movie. And yeah. So many funny people are in it. Cabin Boy at least delivers. They only cared about making things funny. And that's why, like, the limo looks weird. That's why the backdrop looks stupid. It doesn't matter. It's just they only cared about, like, well, if it's funny, it's funny. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. So it's a funny movie. It did it did feel like the visuals you were saying like were I I'm going to go four and a half. I'm going to go oh, above nice. you. I'm going to wow. go four and a half. Wow. Uh because I was like I don't it's something about Chris Elliott. Watch the FDR thing because it's got the same kind of pacing and vibe but then the jokes just keep kind of like building on themselves. And it's very dry. It's very much up my sense of humor wise up my alley. I think it's a good non movie. Nonsensical kind of absurd. This would be a good movie to play in black and white up at the bar where you work, Ryan. 
Yeah, it VHS would. VHS copy of this. If anybody's got a VHS, send it. The other thing about did this it, movie did that it make it to VHS. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That works in its favor is like every joke is a character joke. Yeah. Every joke yeah. is there is nothing it's based of like, on the per yeah. So those tend to be the funniest in movies. You just get each character it has a very simple game and then they just do it this over is and who over you again. are and yeah this is who you are you're the kid like that's an ensemble an ensemble so, ensemble and ensemble no i'm just o-n-s-e-m-b-l-l-e-e mm, enchilada enchiladas yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think we talked about i think we said it all you know it's cabin said it all it's cabin boy baby it's a com- comedies are hard for us to talk about because it's like the plot this was a comedy matter. i thought it was a sexual drama it's a you know a, sexual, just gonna, a psychosexual thriller do we just talk about the jokes of the movie yeah the jokes are funny it's cabin boy the i mean the point is, is ridiculous the, the true point is why can't there be blue uh six arm blue bit bitches out here that i can marry because that's my type you need to go to different. You you're going to the wrong clubs. What you need to go? Elysium. You need a milf. That's what you Elysium. need. Is like a, yeah, you need a married woman, country club woman, husband's working all the time, Texas lady. I sneak on and off the ranch, which there's a thrill because I could get shot. Yeah, real easy. You're running listen, out the listen, house. You know what they say? A blue bitch can give you blue balls. Oh, oh, this movie gave me blue balls because really? of this blue bitch. Oh, Absolutely. really? You didn't J.O. while you're watching it? I I said, hands up. And I put my hands up. Because I'm doing a no-nut. Um, doing I'm no-nut, still, yeah. I'm still doing no-nut November. Yeah. I go, fuck it. Why am I going to stop now? What are we, February? Yeah, that's I've been doing no-nut November since October, actually. So I'm... My pipes I are actually, not clean. I actually <laughs> nutted <laughs> during the show. Oh yeah, I could, been, we. I could I've tell. Been, I could tell. I've been could masturbating tell. and pleasuring myself. Yep. Your eye twitched. There's. A I'm watching twitch. porn on my other monitor. I could see yeah. in the reflection the real gay homo porn you were watching. Well, that which is cool. That's What's it cool called? Porn. What was the name of it? Yeah. What well, was the? Um, E.T. sticks his finger up Bill Clinton's butthole. <laughs> That's a, it's a starring Scotty Schwartz from, uh, from Christmas Story. As E.T.? Yeah. yeah. Scotty Schwartz made a few porn. He's also yeah. in the toy classic. Yeah. Oh, Wonder Wheel. Oh, Wonder Wheel. Richard Pryor. Another um, notorious bomb. I, I yeah. think it, when I was a kid, I just watched shitty movies and liked them. And then now I have no taste. Grew up to be so. like a shitty person. Yeah, well, there's a little bit of when you're, <laughs> for me, like getting to see a movie was a big deal. And like, so I. I oh, come on, mama, we're going to go see a movie. I know? loved anything. Like I just was excited to get to go see a movie. So I, I liked everything I saw until a certain age. I you honestly, jaded. you become jaded. I, like, I really didn't like Jumanji the... Two. Is not actually as good as Jumanji One. One. Uh, is Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock Johnson Jumanji? Is that out yet? Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I I honestly hated going to the movie theater because it was like the I don't know why, but all of them were. It was called Edgewood in Lincoln, Nebraska, and 
they had the the black lights and the squiggly neon kind of laser laser quest vibes you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Blazer it says Day, movies, lobby. really big concessions. And the, the hallways, like you'd walk okay, through, yeah, yeah. you'd walk through, and it would be black lights with with like all the neon spark, very eighties vibes, very Saved yeah. by the Bell, Saved by the Bell yeah. kind of triangle, Trap, Trapper Keeper covers. Yes, and I hated it because we always, I just there's just shit all over my clothes, and it, we would all we'd go there with some of the kids my mom babysat like, ran wow, a daycare shit and, we, clothes, and it was just a kid. big thing we would just roast each other we'd roast each other if you had like oh look at your cum clothes. stains you got cum oh, just, just covered and jake flores in your mouth and your body and your face you're just like walking jake, jake flores says he walks in with his khakis and he's like i didn't know i was wearing my boo khakis because <laughs> <laughs> they're just Damn, covered in, he's just covered in, covered in cum. so i really didn't enjoy going to the movie theater as a kid and then oh, wow. matinees growing up once they got rid of the black lights once the uh 90s was done and fucking the world kind of grew up a little bit what year was that i mean this i was probably this is probably early aughts no i mean what year was the 90s done probably 90 probably december 31st 1999 mm, midnight yeah. yeah would be y2k y2k that Y2K. was a big deal well, I don't That's know why it all with changed. 2K, but um, the question I, is... The 90s stopped 2K, with 911. What 2K? It's I, not I'm Y2K. still worried that, why, that, why, that Y2K is still going to happen. Like, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it won't. That's Think facts. about it. You know? What about Y2Gay? That's... Why, Y2Gay? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pitching things. I don't know. How to gay. How to gay. How hi, to be gay. hi, I'm William Mondozas, and this is How to Gay. Howdy, how to no, gay. No, Ryan, no, 